Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Good morning, Bonnie Violet here. I'm a queer chaplain. Um, I said good morning, Leasers. I guess I haven't said that in a day or two. Um, my voice is still a little wonky, so I do apologize for that. And I was listening back to yesterday's and I, the, the sound was really awful. So if you've had a chance to listen to that, I do apologize. I've been debating if I should just, um, what to do with that, but for now it's up. Um, if it sounds better and you're hearing this, then I probably did something to fix it. I'm, I'm having a lot of technical difficulties at home and I'm, I'm not in a position to do anything um, to fix it. So um, that's just where I'm at. So I'm going to not bring it up again, but I just wanted to put it out there that I'm aware that there's some internet connection issues and I just can't seem to make it work with my, at, at my current living situation at the moment. So hopefully that's something that can be remedied. <clears throat> um, all right, so this is week uh, seven, and um, we're focusing on um, basically creating our entire narrative. And yesterday I started um, by just sharing some some uh, photos and thinking that that also might be helpful to you all in thinking about your process of like looking back at some of these photos and kind of thinking about um, how you saw the world at that time um, and maybe how it informed uh, how you were informed by things. This particular um, photo um, was taken my senior year in high school, um, but this, um, and my mom did these photos um, for our senior pictures because that's just how we could do it. We were in a position to pay somebody lots of money to do it, and she did a good job with it. And uh, it also reminded me of when I went to, I worked in the House of Representatives um, when I was a senior in high school as a page, and it was a very life-changing experience for me. Um, believe it or not, like working in politics, like working in the House of Representatives was really, um, it was one of the most pleasant places I've, I'd ever been in my life. Uh, I had a, a really cool role there. I was assigned to a few of the leaders. Um, and uh, I don't know, it was just, I lived, in, I lived with a sponsor family um, in Boise, which was 100 miles away from where I grew up. So it was one of kind of the first times I was able to go away 
be on my own. Um, like I said, it was a very great experience. I remember um, there, I, it just really helped me come out of my shell. I was still really quiet when I first got there and it took some time for me to open it up. But by the end I did, I remember I had a, um, I had an experience there too, where I was like, um, I was skateboarding. <laughs> I know bad idea, but I was skateboarding and I had half pipe. I was learning how to do that and uh, went down on it and I, um, I landed wrong and then I ended up hitting something, pinching some sort of nerve. And then I had some sort of like twitch or shakiness in my arm or my body somehow for a while. And eventually the, like the representatives and stuff, they uh, figured out a way to get me to the doctor so that I could figure out what was going on. I felt really taken care of and um, in a time that, I don't know, it was just a, like I said, that, and that was just like a very small thing, but um, it was just a really great experience for me. I came back and I was a lot more willing to be out of my shell. I think even my close friends probably noticed that, that there was a change in me. Um, then let's see. Uh, this is from my senior trip. Um, we went to Disneyland. So I was uh, 18. Um Nothing's coming to mind to share about this, but I thought it was a cute picture. <laughs> so this is not me in high school, <laughs> um, but this is me after high school. When I moved out to Arizona, I got a, um, I don't know if y'all know this, but I was interested in being a, an actor and a model at some point in my life. And uh, this was kind of like my first gig, if you will, and maybe only gig, but um I, um, it was for like a um, portrait studio place. They did like a model search or whatever, and they selected me and this girl and then a few other folks um, uh, to do this photo shoot. And I actually, I think I and maybe her, we were like chosen to be in all the photo shoots. So it was, I don't know, it was kind of a cool experience. But kind of the significance in this is that um, I'm in a letterman's jacket. And that was something that was really important. I actually did get a letterman's jacket when I was... Um, in high school, or I did finally get my letter. Um, did I get a jacket? Pretty sure I did. Um, yeah, but um, the uh, but getting the letter was a pretty significant and important thing for me. I worked really, really hard and wasn't able to finally get it until well, I was a junior in high school because I'd mentioned earlier that my parents uh, didn't think I was an athlete and didn't think I should um, be in sports. So. My junior year, I got to run cross country and I was able to letter two years in that sport. So I was finally able to earn my letterman's jacket. Um, <clears throat> and that was just a big accomplishment for me. Um, and I definitely was not, <laughs> was not this person. And uh, I, I just think the um, image of what this shows was not the person that I was, um, but maybe the person I thought I was supposed to be or wanted to be or never could be, at least when I was younger, from my perspective. Um, I didn't feel like, you know, I don't know. But so I did this. And then this next one is also just, I think, another photo from that shoot as well. <laughs> um, yes, so there's that. And... This was just another photo taken right around that time. This was like, you know, right out of high school, moved out to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and uh, 
yeah, like I think this was the photo, first photo I did when I went in to start acting and modeling. And I think this was the photo they took, <clears throat> like, I don't know if it was like when I came into the office, but it wasn't not long after that. So I feel like this was a, I never saw myself as an attractive person growing up. I always thought I was just kind of there. Um, and so it was kind of cool to be in this element of expansion with myself because I had always seen myself as pretty smart. I'd always seen myself as like a good person. I'd always seen myself as like off to be successful. Um, but when it came down to the looks department or being attractive, that was something I hadn't ever really um, thought of myself as. And so it was kind of fun to be in this space in which I could kind of like play with the idea that maybe I was um, attractive in some way. So um, it just kind of like built up another part of my confidence, if you will, um, that that wasn't there. Um, so <clears throat> it's just another photo, another photo. Um, yeah, these were all just from that time of working on trying to do some modeling. Um, oof, she looks rough there. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, that was then. So at that time in my life, I was I felt really good about who I was and who I was in the world and um, what the world was going to have for me. Um, this pair of over overalls reminds me of, um, and that's actually the shirt that I'm wearing underneath that is uh, a Boy State. Um, shirt from Idaho, which is like a, another political legislative kind of position or role I got to do when I was a junior in high school. Um, but anyway, those overalls are, I, I have a story about those overalls in one of my podcasts with my aunt, but this reminds me of when I was diagnosed with HIV. Um, and my diagnosis with HIV really changed all of that stuff that I just, you know, showed you the, the modeling, the, the poise, the confidence, the, all that stuff was like at a really high, good place. I think, um, I don't think I was overconfident or arrogant. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think I was, um, but I felt really good about who I was and what I had going for me. And then, once I was diagnosed with HIV, which you guys hear all the time, but um, it really um, it really hit me. So you can just kind of visually, you know, I guess I've talked about this so much, you can kind of see through pictures how's this how this changes. So I get diagnosed with HIV, and then not long after, this is me, um, party kid. Um, that's actually the apartment complex of. Like the, yeah, yeah, the, when the apartment complex of where I first um, decided to try to let loose and live a little before I die. And my thought to do that was with drinking and drugs. So, um, yeah, so I was probably on ecstasy <laughs> or at least coming down, probably coming down because it's early in the morning. Um this is just another photo from that time. Um, this is me and my sister, Marcus. We both worked at a gay bar um, in, uh, 
in Phoenix, Arizona. We always wore outfits and got all dressed up for work. This was uh, for, I think it was, might've been for Halloween that we showed up as an angel and a devil. Um, and Marcus is now like, she's my sister. We've been friends for 23 years now. So we still talk almost every day, a lot, at least more, more so the last year or so, but I love her so much. She's been such a big um, support in my life. Um, yeah. I feel like I could say more there, but I'll save that for another day. I'm running out of time. Uh, this is the first time I did drag. So again, I'm not gonna, I didn't wanna belabor this over too many days, but I wanted to give people an idea of like kind of the power of what photos can do to kind of help you um, begin to tell a story or, you know, like with each of these photos alone, I could probably tell a fairly significant story that would speak to <clears throat> something that was important or pivotal in my understanding of myself and the world and all of that. So um, this is my girl, April. <laughs> she um, and I are, have gotten reconnected to the last couple of years. She's like one of my bestest friends. We were so close for a good portion of my life in my like early 20s. I love her. It's me and Tesla, another dancing girl. This is me and my mom and my buddy Tim. Uh, may he continue to rest in peace. Um, such a cute picture of me and my mom. <clears throat> that was like this time doing drag like a year or so after when I was just like playing around in my house <laughs> with my um, with my uh, roommates. Um, actually, yeah, April. Was that when I was living with April or living with Donnie? I don't remember. Um, but it was like my early 20s. Later on, more working at the club, more working at the club. This time I was, this was much, much, much later on, but this is when I was using meth. Um, this was when I was back in Boise. This was just before, right around when I married my husband. Um, I believe Kaylin, his ex-husband, took this photo. Thought it was a great photo. Um, it's me at my at my wedding. Smee and Jewel and Marika, two of my close friends from Boise back in the alpha days. It was probably like mid to late 20s there. Yeah, because I was like, uh, I tried to grow my hair out. So that would have been like 2005 or 2006, I think. <clears throat> and this is the second wedding I officiated. I was actually the the preacher or the, 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 the minister. And... My close friend and roommate, Aiden, um, Hadis, and Nathan, who were also really good friends of mine in Chicago. And I think that's that it. That's all I'm going to share for today. Um, yeah, I don't know why I did that, but I just thought it might be helpful. Um, so, yeah. Uh, for folks who can't see the photos, which is like a whole other thing, I probably could have described them a little better. I apologize for that. Um, I'll put a link to them, though, in the description if you want to check them out.
All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully my voice will continue to get a little bit better. Bye-bye. Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't. But we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.